In a world of uncertainty, one thing is for sure. Cancer doesn't stop during a global crisis. On Saturday, June 13th, the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, LLS, will host a trailblazing event, Big Virtual Climb, sponsored by AbbVie, to support their investment in groundbreaking research to advance blood cancer cures and its first-in-class patient education and services, including financial support and clinical trial navigation. Step up to take cancer down by climbing 61 floors or 1,762 steps. Inside or outside, on stairs, on the road, or your treadmill, climb your way. Join us for an opening ceremony and then take on your climb with our heart-pumping playlist. Join us on June 13th from coast to coast as we come together to climb, conquer, cure. Register at lls.org slash bigclimb. What's going on? Thanks for tuning in to No Dunks. I'm Tass, and I'm here with Skeets, Trey, Lee, and the man making the magic happen, JD. Question for you guys. Do you remember basketball? (laughs) (laughs) Not really. I know, I know. Because uh, with the possibility of the NBA returning becoming a little more real over the last couple weeks, I wanted to get reacquainted with the game, with the sounds, the announcers, the fun. So here on Say What, JD and I will deliver conversations as they were delivered by the talented broadcast crews around the league. Except the trick here, some of the chats will be entirely phony, made up, not authentico. All right, so it's on the three of you guys, Skeets Train Lee, to determine which are real and which are fake. Okay. And uh, there were basketball games played, so not all of these... <laughs> Are fake. We got to go back a couple months. It's it's crazy when I was looking at the calendar, looking at these games, but some were played, and uh, there was some wild stuff that happened in March. So here we go. Tell me, yeah. the real or fake? First up, the Nuggets, Chris Marlowe and Katie Wingy. They're having some pun fun, guys. Denver's broadcast put up a poll graphic asking fans to vote for the best way to describe a Will Barton inbound pass which he threw off the backside of a defender and scored. You know, the classic defender not looking, inbound off his back, right back to himself. So, Marlowe and Wingy reel in the sideline reporter Chris Dempsey into this conversation. I'm Marlowe, J.D., Wingy, and Trey will join us to play Dempsey. So, give you the Subaru in-the-groove poll results. Nice ass-ist. That was a good play, wasn't it? Although the bootyful pass, Katie, that you suggested was also good. Badonka dunk. Honorable mention. <laughs> what, what does that mean, badonka dunk? A badonka dunk? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I think I'll explain it to you off air. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, Bet Hastings knows what that is. It's a big booty Judy. Okay. <laughs> Aren't you glad you asked? Yeah. <laughs> Dempsey probably knows what a badunka dunk is, right, Demps? I mean, of course I do. <laughs> but listen, those all of those were really, really good. I had a lot of fun yesterday, kind of brainstorming those ideas. I love them all, including the badunka dunk. 
Demps, how do you think I did explaining Badonka Dunk? It's pretty good. Pretty good. Big Booty Judy. It's pretty accurate. (laughs) Explanation. (laughs) That's right. The kind you want to see. It's all good. (laughs) I love it. It was a fun brainstorming session in our meeting. I'm going to let that one breathe. And scene. The Nuggets broadcast. Marlo, Wingy, Dempsey putting up a graphic asking the best way to describe a ball off the back pass. Let me read you the list. See if that sways you. Nice assist. A booty full pass. And oh, that stings. Honorable mention to Badunka Dunk, obviously. So was that real or fake from the Nuggets broadcast crew? Well... Well, Lee, Trey, do you know the answer? I know you're. I don't know that. the answer. Yeah, okay. Um, okay. But let me say, I can't imagine assist getting onto a broadcast. Yeah. But maybe I'm just a Pollyanna. Yeah, that's where my <laughs> mind went to as well. I was like, was that a little? Was that a little too racy <laughs> for the broadcast? But I don't know. I don't know if yeah, it is. Yeah, it, it's it seems a bit too heavy for the first. Say what? <laughs> you know, heavy on the puns. Some a little risque. Sure, sure. But I also think that could be that sort of like you know trick reverse psychology. So I'm saying it's real. I think it wow. did slip in there. Yeah. Yeah. Just that, you know that mountain time zone as well. People are in a bit of a different <laughs> schedule out there. They can slip things in and people don't notice. So I'm saying real on this one. Well, that's funny you say that because I sort of think so too for a couple of reasons. One, we've we've heard in say what the Nuggets broadcast team before, and they are they are a little they're a little insane, they're a little crazy in a good way. So you could see them talking about this, and I actually think, and this is really weird, um, that their graphics or whatever the, these polls that they do is sponsored by Subaru because <laughs> uh, I can sort of picture that. I don't know. At least great I think car I for can. driving in the mountains, no doubt about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, okay, I'm going. I'm with Lily. I'm going to say this one is real. Trey, what do you think? Well, my vote doesn't count. We already got two votes yeah, for true. real, but I'll go on the record as saying I think this one is fake on account of it being 100% butt puns. I mean, big booty Judy more than once seems like a stretch, but you know I'm willing to go with the group here. All right, we're saying it's real. Was a uh, good play, wasn't it? Although the booty for pass, Katie, that you suggested was awful good. Badonka dunk. Honorable mention. What, what does that mean? Badonka dunk. A badonka dunk. A badonka I don't know. I think I'll explain that to you off air. Okay. All right. <laughs> ben Hastings knows what it is. It's a it's a big booty Judy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Aren't you glad you asked? Yeah. Dempsey probably knows what a badonka dunk is, right, Dempsey? I mean, of course I do. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, listen, uh, those, all of those were really, really good. Had a lot of fun yesterday kind of brainstorming through those ideas. But uh, I love them all, including the badonka dunk. Why didn't you include the badonka dunk on the list, guys? You absolutely loved it. I took the George Costanza, the opposite has to be true approach on this one. I actually thought it was fake. That's why I chose it to be real. I thought, it's too fake to be real. So I chose real and I got it right. Incredible. 
terrible. I wish so much in the background of that clip they were playing Fat Bottom Girls. <laughs> yeah. That would have been too good. It is crazy because I just pulled it up on my computer looking at the graphic, seeing the word ass-ist on a graphic. It, it is a little surprising when you guys said it. Mm. Yeah, I'm not much of a Pollyanna. I, I thought, yeah, no big deal. Uh, it's it, The word ass is on a broadcast, but to see it there... <laughs> It's a little bit questionable. So, <laughs> the Nuggets broadcast crew, you're right, Skeets. They're always coming up with good stuff. Always yeah. got some good polls. It's the Subaru. They talk about their concerts. Uh, they talk about Bobby Boucher. They got great stuff. Uh, this is normally where I thank someone for sending an eclipse suggestion, but it's been so long, I have no idea who sent that in. I don't archive all that well, so I'll just thank Katie Wingy, Nuggets analyst, sideline reporter, and straight badass. She's great ass again and she's the first <laughs> female analyst in nuggets history making it in a traditional male industry so kudos to her before you move on tass i mean i want to know which one do you like what were you voting in in the poll yeah i uh, the assist and bootyful pass that's a that's a pretty solid one yeah, yeah that's <laughs> i think it's 50 50 ooh that stinks get out of there yeah that's the, the badunk a dunk I uh, guess he dunked it after, but it didn't really have anything to do with the pass. Right, mm-hmm. right. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm with you. The first two are the best two. Uh, okay, well, I mean, we got to get our own poll going. Can we get Super <laughs> involved? <laughs> All right, next up, it's the Grizzlies crew of Pete Pranica and Brevin Knight having a good old time as Memphis hosted the Orlando Magic right before the hiatus. Grizz up two. We had a substitution during that last timeout, and it's not an insignificant one. Brandon Clark sustained a right quad injury on February 24th, and this is his first action since as John Morant brings Memphis into the front court. Morant has missed his alley-oop partner, partner. <laughs> Dylan Brooks picks up his dribble, and his shot is off. Here comes Markel Fultz, having a comeback year with the Magic. Gives it to Fournier. Great to see Fultz back out there again. Fournier's shot long, and there's Clark with the rebound. Leg looking pretty good right there. He had to go up to get that. Sure did. 16-14 Memphis. 2.20 left in the first. Jaw calling out the play. Give it to Brandon, Jaw. Feed the big man. Morant with the pass. Right on cue. Clark with the alley-oop jam plus the foul. You called it, partner. Woo! Wee! that the grindhouse is loving clark's first bucket in his return and there's our chris vernon going bananas i don't know about that right there pete (laughs) you don't like vernon's dancing they're playing who let the dogs out vernon can't contain himself much like the grizzlies faithful clark is on the board how did you know that was coming brev I know Ja wanted to set up his big man for a jam. He just had to throw it up, and Bouncy Brandon did the rest, as you see right there. And I, our guy Vernon there, still dancing. The music has stopped, Chris. So should you. <laughs> and scene. <laughs> wow. Oh, my goodness. Big booty Judy meet Bouncy Brandon. (laughs) Bouncy Brandon Clark of the Memphis Grizzlies making a return, making the grindhouse hop, and making the ringers and also the Memphis broadcast Chris Vernon go crazy himself while Who Let the Dogs Out plays. What do you guys think? Well, that's my my issue with this. Um, You know, is Vernon there with his uh, son just as a fan, or was he working the game? Because if he's working the game... 
Uh, you can't be a Lee Ellis out there, Vernon. You can't be <laughs> dancing to who let the dogs out after a big Clark dunk. I mean, you're a part of the media. Um, but, you know, maybe maybe just there as a fan that night. Ah, I'm, that, that's the part that's throwing me for the loop here. I, I understand the... Uh, I believe the whole Clark return... And the jaw connection to him, but uh, I don't know. I don't get this Vernon part. This is I don't know, Lee. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, Verno pretty much works every home game though. Yeah. So, so I'd say he was working that night. Um, and that to me. <laughs> and do you believe he was dancing? Well, well, that that to me is where I think it's not real because I don't think he would have been going crazy if he was uh, dancing. I don't think so. So I, I'm saying fake. Yeah. Fake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I think it's real because when JD was being Brevin Knight and he had the, <laughs> I feel like Brevin Knight is very playful on the broadcast. Yeah. So that that rang pretty true to me. And I can see Chris D- Vernon dancing to who wants or who let the dogs out after a return by a Memphis Grizzlies player. He's an employee of the team. He's allowed to be a fan and. It's an irresistible song, so mark me down for real. But if I'm uh, wrong on this one, I'm going Costanza. Uh, okay, <laughs> so one I, one. Yeah, so I get to be a deciding vote here. Um, okay, I'm actually gonna go with Trey, and I'm going to say this is real. I I have somewhere in my memory Vernon making the rounds on Twitter there for something maybe he did or. <laughs> being uh, you know addressed in this clip so i guess i'm 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 either making this up in my head or i think it's real but i'm going real oh no oh no what am i thinking of i don't know no, vernon I mean, makes the rounds yeah, maybe yeah maybe i'm else. also i also have that deep in the archive as well and i wanted to see chris vernon in my head dancing to who let the mm. dogs out and no idea oh, I mean, this I was this was my gut yeah, this was a, a disjointed build for me to build this one. I, I thought about who let the dogs out at some point a couple nights ago, and I just threw Chris Vernon in there. So <laughs> I could see why this didn't was kind of wasn't seamless, I guess, in, mm. in your guys' brains because it wasn't seamless in mine. I'll tell you that. But anyways. <sighs> Sorry, Lily. Okay. Sorry, man. Uh, yeah, oh, on your yeah. birthday, too. We should have went with the birthday boy. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, no. On that one, I actually went with not the opposite. I actually thought that one, I had that one right. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. my oh, strategy's changing each one. Yeah. So, that's it. Yeah. And Brandon Clark, not quite back yet into the lineup. He'll be back uh, if the Grizzlies play in the playoffs in, in July and August. So, that was also phony. Oh, right my there. God. So, I wow. thought that was wrong, too. Jeez, that was way mm-hmm. off. All right, up next, the great Mavs trio of Mark Falwell, Derek Harper, and Jess Skinwade. You know this trio. Mm -hmm. Uh, They go off on a tangent like they're known to do after big Boban Marjanovic replaces Kristaps Porzingis late in a blowout win. I'm Falwell, JD is Derek Harper, and the birthday boy, Lee, is joining (laughs) us. He will be... Jeff Skinwade. Awesome. Good pull. Oh, he loves he loves Skinwade. This is the, <laughs> he loves this part. The unicorn having another fabulous evening out here on the floor. He deserves a rest. He's gotta be pleased with where he is as a player right now after a slow start. Boban's in. Berea, Jackson, Lee, White completing the group out there on the floor and inside to Boban. The deep catch and the score. Soft touch. I've never seen a guy that checks into the game has instant success like Boban does. That's the way he gets down. Boban, instant oatmeal. (laughs) Inside, and a foul is called. 
Man, he holds that thing like it's a pineapple, just waving it around. Like it's an apple he's going to cut up for his instant oatmeal. Yeah, there you go. Trying to sell this oatmeal. (laughs) (laughs) You know what would blow your mind is if you put milk instead of water in your instant oatmeal when you heat it up. That's good stuff. I can see there being a difference, but I don't think it would blow my mind. (laughs) I don't eat oatmeal. I know I should. I just had to eat it so much as a kid. Now I don't like it. Harp, try some frozen raspberries and put it in there. It's great. Yeah, that's what I hear. (laughs) (laughs) He needs convincing. I don't like the way it looks. It looks like a mess. Uh, I think you bring up a good point, Harp. In general, soggy food is lacking. It is soggy. (laughs) (laughs) It is. And it's not a good thing. Oh, look at Courtney. And scene. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my oh god. I hate food ones. I really do because I, I don't know. You can just see Tass thinking of food and writing about food. I don't know what it is. It drives me nuts. You but know, those I've guys would also talk about that. completely lost my bearings with regards to whether these could even be true or false because all I remember is that in the past, doing a say what. We had a food-related one with this crew that led to Matty O saying a tisket, a tasket, a skin weight biscuit basket for like two years. That's the only thing I remember. I don't even remember if that one was real. Oh, Jesus. Well, yeah, I, I don't either. I'm pretty sure that was a Matty O fake, but yeah, you're right. They all blend together. Oh, my just goodness. Like, just like ingredients in oatmeal. It all blends together into a soggy, yeah. soppy mess. Yeah. Soggy foods are yeah. lacking. What a lie. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Yeah, I mean, uh, I tried to get in character for this one, and I tried to be Jeff Skin Wade. Yes, and I felt that I was actually uh, exploring the character of what Jeff Skin Wade is like when he's in that three-man crew. I'm saying this one's real. It feels real. It feels exactly how the Maz would go at the end of a yeah. blowout game. So, yeah, give me real on this. Who, um, who, who is Derek Harper? Was that you, JD? Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And you had a big old guffaw there at one point, right? <laughs> Uh, in the yes. script? Yeah. <laughs> I think you did. Yes, I did. Yeah. yeah, that's, I mean, that's harp right there. That's that's what he does. But, okay, my counter to this being, or no, not a counter, because I guess I'm agreeing maybe with Lee, that it's real, is I always think, if you were writing this, Trey, and you're putting in a lot of work, which Tess, we've, we've seen before, and it's been proven before how much work he can put into writing one of these fake ones, but... Adding the third person, you know, you're just adding... Is that make it easier to write a fake one or more difficult? I, I can't uh, dude, decide. Uh, it's, a, it's a great question. <laughs> the, the finest minds of our generations have been pondering for eons, you know? <laughs> yeah. uh, is a three-man harder to write than a two-man? Not for Tass Mellis. This feels real to me, but I told you if I got the last one wrong, I'm going Costanza. Put me down for fake. I have no idea anymore. I have no idea what's going on. I I, I would just say, Trey, before you put in a final word, remember it's the Mavericks. This is clearly one of Tass's favorites here. This is a big goofy, and this is where the Mavericks go. So, you know, that's why I'm going All 100% true. That's why I think it's real. I do, but I got to vote false. I got to vote fake. I'm Splitsville. I'm going real. I'm going with Lee. This does feel like the Mavs broadcast. He felt very much like Skin Wade. Let's say real. Yes! Boban, yes! <laughs> instant oatmeal. Man, he holds that thing like it's a pineapple. 
He's waving it around. Like it's an apple that he's going to cut up for his instant opening. All right, there you go. <laughs> he tried to sell this opening. <laughs> if you, you know what will blow your mind is if you put milk instead of water in your instant oatmeal when you yeah. heat it up? That's I good mean, stuff. I can, I can see there being a difference, but I don't think it would blow my mind. <laughs> I don't eat oatmeal. I, uh, I know I should, but I just I had to eat it so much as a kid. <laughs> Now I don't like it. Catch up some strawberries and put it on. Yeah, that's what I hear. <laughs> it doesn't sound like you're going to do you that. Need, the needs oh, right? I, just don't, I don't like the way it looks. I think you bring up an interesting point, though, Harp. In general, soggy food is black. Yeah. <laughs> it is soggy. It is. And it's just, it's not a good thing. <laughs> Crazy stuff right there, but oh, it was man. real. Yeah, listening to it, I thought, man, this role was written for Lee. It just felt like Lee <laughs> in that <skin laughs> way. Although, yeah. we could call it fake Lee because you made it your own and, and you cut up or you put in frozen raspberries as yeah. opposed to strawberries. Yeah, I just yeah. thought I noticed that. Yeah. Yeah, well, well, um, you know, you said here, Tash, you said if you need to change a word or two, make it sound oh like you. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, I mean, oh you know, I, like if I'm, if I'm assuming that's fake, then they're never going to know the difference. It's real, so they find out the difference. I mean, oh it's ras raspberries are clearly better than strawberries anyway, and that's how I have it. So that's me. That was me you embracing. You can't even follow the rules to say what well, How's you this? If to... you need to change a word or two, make it sound like you do no. it. Is that not following the rules? No. Our I... votes hinged on strawberries versus raspberries. Man, yeah, completely <laughs> off. No, I, well, Lee did a good job selling it, and I think the raspberries made it his. <laughs> oh, uh, there you go. There I'm you go. I'm okay with that. Great stuff from the crew. They're just, they're, they're just perfect. That, that trio they're right so there. Funny. Yeah, they balance each other out so well. And thanks to uh, Brandon, who emailed that in way back when. We'll get to more say what's, but first, a word from our sponsors. You came in with the breeze and Sunday Scaries. Been wanting to do that for a while now. Sunday Scaries are specially formulated CBD gummies with vitamins D3 and B12 that are super consumable and easy to take on the go. The specially formulated CBD products can help in all sorts of ways. Chilling out, decompressing, trying my shoes on for a change, turning on the light. Get 25% off your first order with the code no doubt. Just kidding. The code is no dunks at sundayscaries.com. That's 25% off your first order at sundayscaries.com and enter the code no dunks where it asks for a coupon on the checkout page. Find out what product might be best for you. Go to sundayscaries.com and use the code no dunks. And by the way, I, for 39 years, I guess, as long as the song has been out, I always thought they said you came in with the freaks instead of you came in with the breeze on Sunday morning or Sunday morning. I didn't, I didn't know that. That's new to me. Anyway, Sunday Scaries, guys. They're awesome. <laughs> Routines. We all have them. We all need them. It's what keeps us on track, like a balanced beam of life. One of the most important routines is our personal hygiene practice. Shower, wash, scrub and rinse. It's a staple. And for some, a post-shower facial moisturizer too. Our buying routine is pretty repetitive as most of us are brand loyal. That's why I'm recommending you add Hawthorne to the mix. Hawthorne has a variety of products for all your grooming needs. Hair a bit smelly? Try the shampoo tray. Face need a scrub skeety? Well, there's a cleanser for that. And of course, there's a sweet deodorant that will have you smelling fresh and fabulous like Tassie all day long. 
If you're not sure what products are right for you, go online and take the two-minute quiz at Hawthorne and we will recommend which colognes are best for you. One for work and one for play. You've got nothing to lose because Hawthorne offers free shipping and free returns if you don't like the products. Check out Hawthorne at hawthorne.co. That's Hawthorne with an E and .co, not .com. Hawthorne.co and use the promo code NODUNKS to get 10% off your first purchase. That's Hawthorne.co and use promo code NODUNKS to get 10% off your first purchase. Hawthorne.co Welcome back to Say What. Next one takes place on March 10th. Brooklyn visiting the Lakers at Staples. Game coming down to the wire. Brooklyn up three with the ball, minute left on the clock. Here's the fantastic trio of Ryan Rucco, played by me, former No Dunks guest Sarah Kustock, played by JD, and all-around funny guy Richard Jefferson, played by Skeets. We're bringing in Skeets to this Oh, baby. wow. Here we go. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Can I change the script if I want to? <laughs> what kind of fruit are you in the mood for? <laughs> okay. This right here could be the nail in the raspberry. No, I'm just kidding. This right here could be the nail in the coffin. Dinwiddie directing traffic. Here comes the screen from Jordan. Dinwiddie, guarded by Davis. Dinwiddie spins. Can't finish. Jordan can't either. He gets it back, though, looking for help. And a whistle. It is a foul. A foul is called. Lakers wanted to travel, but a foul came, and Jordan will shoot, too. It started with a sweet move by Spencer Dinwiddie. Even though he doesn't get it to go, it gives an opportunity for DeAndre Jordan to come in because he drew over Anthony Davis. There's the foul on LeBron. And honestly, this is, for the Lakers, this is probably the best person that you want on the line, even though DeAndre Jordan's been shooting great from the free throw line this year. And Jordan at just under 70% on the season. What is he at? Just under 70%. Misses the first. Nice. Jordan back in the friendly confines of the Staples Center. Met with boos now on these free throws. Big one here. It's no good. Jordan misses them both. It's still a three-point Brooklyn lead. And scene. Quickie. Did we get a nice joke about DeAndre Jordan's percentages <laughs> From Richard Jefferson. That's really your question with a minute left. Did Richard Jefferson hear the number 70 and pull out a nice? He didn't even hear 69. <laughs> Would well, a broadcaster right. do that? What do you think, Skeets, being you playing... Richard Jefferson there. Yes, 100% he would do it. 100% he did do this. I actually remember this. Um, and I, I think, yeah, the joke is definitely he's seeing, like, on their piece of paper, the stats or whatever, it's 69, and, you know, the rest of the broadcast not wanting to say it because you know Richard Jefferson's going to drop a nice, like old skeets he usually does here on the podcast. So, yes, lock me in. This one's real. I'm feeling the same. I mean, I know I'm 0 for 3 so far. Try not to get the golden sombrero, but Richard Jefferson loves a 69 nice joke. I'm 100% in on real. They had a broadcast earlier where they were talking about something with sexual innuendo as well. I can't remember exactly what it was. Oh, yeah. So yeah, that it, was is, a, uh, it was about a 9-incher 
That's right. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. And that was Richard yeah. Jefferson. So, yeah. he's, a, he's a mature. He's a mature for sure. It's great. Yeah, I feel has like there real. was also one, like some game where somebody was sitting right behind him on the sidelines, and his butt cheeks were hanging out of his pants. And you know, he's like having some some great butt cheeks, big booty Judy puns as well. The guy, yeah, yeah, he ain't a Pollyanna, that's for sure. This one's real. Lock it in. Yes. Nice. A foul is called. Lakers wanted to travel, but a foul came, and Jordan will shoot two. And, and honestly, this is, for the Lakers, this is probably the best person that you want on the line, even though DeAndre Jordan has been shooting great for the free throw line this year. And Jordan at just under 70% on the season. What is he at? Just under 70% misses the first. Nice. <laughs> uh, I didn't pause long enough. That's on me. Uh, well, hearing it back, it seems like he 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 set that up. He was ready for a '69 joke. He, oh, he yeah. oh yeah, wanted the follow up. He knew that was coming. Yeah. And Skeets, you don't mind a good '69 joke. That's why oh, I, no, I, I signed that, it to you. Exactly. Yeah, I'll throw it in anytime I can. All right, good stuff from the crew there. Yeah, Richard Jefferson. Didn't he um, tell a fan this season to? Get ask his mother to text them or something like he said to yeah, his family. Yeah, like, yeah. Tell your mother to <laughs> yeah, text something me. Something like yeah, that. Yeah. 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 He's, he's doing great. Uh, Christopher Cave emailed that in way back. So thanks to Chris. Up next, Clippers visiting the Thunder. OKC's Chris Fisher and Michael Cage start talking about another sport during play. Paul George coming back in the game. Abdel Nader coming over to block that shot, and we're going to get a transition foul here on the Clippers, and that works to the Thunder's disadvantage because Lou Dort was out on the run. And Billy Donovan's looking at the bench going, you know, it's like soccer. you got to let this play out. The advantage. Give him the advantage. He blocked the shot. There it is. Man, not a whole lot there. Look at the timing by Nader there on a former teammate. You got to think there's some familiarity with those moves. You saw Terrence Ferguson play some great defense. Now this is going to be a clear path review. The officials go over, see if there was a player between Lou Dort and the rim when that foul occurred. And do you know what the Thunder have done here? They've slowed the game down. As we look to see if there are Clippers in the back, plenty of defenders in the back. Well, that was clearly a foul. It's going to be a common foul. It's a foul on George, who, like a defensive back, was trying to reach on the shoulder of Lou Dort, but... Just like soccer, you said... They call it an advantage, the term in soccer. Let that go! <laughs> Come on! I used to be a soccer ref in the great state of California. I know you're trying to picture me with the cute little shorts on and the big bird banana shirt. They were high. <laughs> yeah, that was me. That was me. I once red-carded a three-year-old. <laughs> I think fans can only handle the old-school basketball pictures. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. As Nader misses the three, I would only ref eight years old and younger, because that's the fun group. And I refed a high school game once, and I've never had so much arguing in a game of soccer. Schroeder again, trying to find the baseline. Dort almost picks off that pass. And scene... <laughs> oh, man. Ooh. Michael Cage. Was he a former soccer ref of children? <laughs> Didn't like anything over eight years old on his soccer field. 
uh, Michael Cage in the state of California. If that, if yeah. I don't know if that sways you. <laughs> no uh, well, he played for the Clippers. He was he a did, Clipper, I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But can uh, you picture him in the big banana shirt? It's hard to say. because <laughs> yeah, he's a big guy too. He's six nine. You know, like so he would have stood out. Um, <laughs> like it's almost something like you would have figured that we might have heard a little bit more of. Uh, you know, is he just mm. going down and? Mm. Refereeing kids. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Interesting, interesting pathway to go down. Yeah. Yes, I'm <laughs> saying Would we have known it. more about his soccer refing career? Would yeah, we have known? I, I, I'd say it's real. I'm going real again on this one. Wow. The, the question for me is, that's a lot of Abdul Nader and Lou Dort to to get into a real one or into a fake one. I can see it being yeah. fake because Tass is like, ooh, these guys will be thrown off the scent by these two. Uh, these two lesser-known names that are fun to say, versus why in the world would you be talking about Lou Dort and Abdul Nader? Yeah. What is the what's the right yeah. one? Ah, I'm going real. I'm going real. Oh my god. Oh well. Okay. I guess it's decided. For the record, my gut just says it's fake, so I'll go fake. But everybody else, we say it's real uh, as a collective. Wow. Good. Uh, good job, guys. Well, just like you said in soccer, you can hold advantage. That determined yeah, soccer. Let that go. <laughs> Come on. I used to be a soccer ref in the state of California. I know you, you, you look, you're trying to picture me with the cute little shorts on and, and the big bird banana shirt. They were high yeah, that was me. That was me. With a collar. You yeah, had a man. collar. I, I once red carded a, a, a three-year-old. I think the fans can only handle the old school <laughs> I'm just kidding. basketball picture. Don't look at me like that. As Mayer lines up the three. I'm just kidding. I, I, would, only, I would only ref eight and younger because that's the fun thing. Man, I ref you up high school game and now I've never had so much arguing in a game of soccer the big banana shirt Michael Cage <laughs> is that just a yellow referee shirt I think yeah. that's what he means yeah. yeah that's what refs used to kind of wear but I don't oh, think okay. they do anymore but oh. yeah, yeah. I, I just see stripes in my you know yeah. standard referee shirt a footlocker shirt Michael Cage I guess in California back in the day the Jerry Curl was wearing uh, the big banana shirt hmm Tass, you so. did some, uh, you did some, uh, not maybe refereeing, but you know, umpiring uh, baseball games. What did you have a, did you have a favorite age group to uh, to ump? That's a good question. Uh, eight and under, not so good. Uh, you know, <laughs> what, what, not so good at playing baseball. <laughs> not a lot of strikes. <laughs> yeah, I want to like. I actually want to umpire a game. I want to see a game being played. I don't want to just like chasing like. Like as uh, as Michael Cage, he's he's referring to. I guess he didn't want to be yelled at, and kids are having fun. But I I would argue that it's not it's not fun watching kids chase after a ball like all of them. You know, I want to see maybe a pass or two. Right. You know. You almost uh, yeah. You almost want to be challenged as the uh, umpire or the referee. Every once in a while. God, I mean, he, I guess he was just spending a lot of time looking at his banana shirt. He had nothing else to do. Those kids just. <laughs> running after a ball yeah so I, i'd go a little older 10 11 12 you know but uh, but i agree with them the older you get the more oh, furious yeah. the, the the people playing but also you get some serious fans definitely yeah had an altercation or two with a fan or but i get what michael cage is saying i'm out of here no thanks <laughs> uh i never wore a yellow shirt though thankfully always chest blue. protector hey, Chest protector, yeah, oh, threw that oh, yeah. out. Didn't I didn't didn't bring that down. I still got <laughs> threw the chest protector out. Threw out the knee pads. Still got the mask. Still got the clicker. Still got the brush. The brush off the plate. <laughs> still got the little uh, holster. The little uh, you know looks like a waiter or server holster around the around the waist. Got to keep that. 
Oh, we could use that uh, equipment to play some foot hockey. (laughs) (laughs) It could be goalie tasks. Let's do it. Ryan Gaston, thank you so much for tweeting that baby in. Last one here, guys. Knicks versus the Hawks on a Wednesday night down at the Fortress here in Atlanta. The Hawks' Bob Rathbun, played by J.D., gets a little confused about a famous Knicks fan in attendance. And Dominique Wilkins, played by me, tries to help out Rathbun with some assistance from the guys in the truck. Knicks 82, Hawks 60. 7-10 left in the third. Another impressive run here by New York. 11-2, Neek. And the Hawks are having a tough time keeping these guys in check. Oh, and there's a familiar face courtside. Yes, Jason Sudeikis, a fixture at MSG, joining us here at State Farm Arena, cheering on his Knicks. Must be in town shooting a movie or something. I just loved him in Blockers. You ever see Blockers, Neek? Blockers? What's that? Uh, It's a movie. It uh, came out last year. Absolutely hysterical. It's about a group of parents trying to stop their kids. (laughs) Well, you know what? I won't ruin it for you. I'll have to check that out. Oh, uh, hold on. Wait a minute. Uh, They're telling me upstairs that Jason Sudeikis was not in block. Who am I thinking of then? (laughs) I have no idea, Bob. Ike... Baronholtz. They're saying Ike Baronholtz was in Blockers. I have never heard that name before. <laughs> Me neither. Ike Baronholtz? Well, what movie am I thinking of? Jason Sudeikis. He was in uh, Saturday Night Live. Yeah, well, I know that. But I could have sworn I saw a movie with him in it recently. <laughs> guys, guys, in the truck, uh, uh, name some Sudeikis films. <laughs> They're saying the Angry Birds movie. Okay, come on. It wasn't that. Colossal. Never heard of it. Kodachrome. Nope. Masterminds. No. Wow, this is killing me. Permission. Never heard of that one either. Are these even real movies? Wait. Booksmart. Yes, Booksmart. A great movie. He plays the principal, I think. Ah, What a relief. So he was in Booksmart? Yes. Have you seen it? No. And scene. No, no way. No way on this one. Rathbun and Neek. Rathbun and Neek, they can go off the page a little bit. It is yeah. a bad season in Atlanta. It's true. You said the score. It sounded like, yeah, basically the Hawks were getting killed. I uh, just like imagining Bob Rathbun watching blockers and seeing the scene where John Cena butt chugs an entire <laughs> bottle of vodka and just dying laughing at it. I gotta tell Dominique about this tomorrow. This was hilarious. Uh, give me a fake, but I hope it's real. Yeah. yeah. What do you think, Lee? I, I think I went a little too crazy there. Um, yeah, fake. Yeah, like the part where you know they're talking to the truck to get movies and Nick is saying them to Rathman. Yeah, 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 that part I just I don't know, would they go that far with it? And these two guys like they're not up on pop culture, you know, really references all that all that. Well, that's stuff. the thing. I mean, they were struggling. I know, they're they were struggling. struggling. Kodachrome, Masterminds. Yeah. <laughs> that was, those were all coming from the truck. I mean, yeah, I've never heard of any of these movies you were saying. Um, so I guess I'm one of them. I think it's fake. So I I get are we collectively saying fake guys? Yeah. Yeah, yeah fake. Yeah, nice. Good work, guys. 
Good one. <laughs> so Tass, you, you fired up the Sudeikis IMDb page for that one? <laughs> well, I did after JD wrote a Say What script. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> what? JD whipped that up in a matter of minutes this morning. Yeah, it was a bit of a scramble this morning, guys. Oh, um, interesting. <laughs> what did you forget to do one that you said you were going to do? No, no, no. We nah, just we I just threw that together quick. Oh, but, I got you. But listen, the, the Hawks broadcast crew, we've... I don't know. I, I think we also just like ending Say What's with the Hawks broadcast crew. They've, <laughs> they've talked about the variety of light bulbs, um, mm-hmm. and we threw that one in there. Mm-hmm. That was very, very, very fake. Um, but uh, Rathbun and Neek, yeah, I don't think Neek is really a... I'm guessing he's not a movie buff, but... No. <laughs> Neither of them feel like it to me. So, JD, have you seen... Have you seen Blockers or Booksmart? <laughs> I have. I've seen both of those movies. Oh. <laughs> You're a Sudeikis fan. Uh, absolutely. I'm also an Ike Barinholtz fan, but, uh, but you know. <laughs> I was going to originally put this in MSG. I was just thinking it would be funny to do something with Sudeikis, but mm. then it was like, there's no way that those guys would not know who's, like, they would they would know who Sudeikis is. Oh, you're talking you know, like, like Breen and, and, yeah, and Clyde. And Clyde. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, he's always there. Yeah. So. Yeah. But they may have not known exactly what movie he was in. Yeah. Yeah, we should have worked. Yeah. Well, well, again, last minute. Great. Hey, hey, thank you so much for contributing, JD. It was a nice to have a fresh voice here. And I and honestly, I do appreciate just the visual of Bob Rathman sitting by himself watching blockers. <laughs> Very funny to think about. <laughs> now we got to tweet at him and ask him if he's watched blockers. You gotta I got to check know. this out, man. So blockers, uh, just a straight comedy. I, I, I don't know it. I guess if John Cena's in it. Yeah, it's uh, it's a straight comedy. It's about uh, as uh, as um, uh, Rappin was uh, explaining there. It's uh, just a parents on a prom night trying to prevent their children from having sex, uh, and hilarity ensues. Oh. Is it funny? Yeah, yeah it is funny. funny. It's uh, it's yeah. good. It, it's quite good. Oh, Ike Barinholtz, I love this guy. Yeah, he's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking. Uh, I don't know why I thought of na- neighbors as well when when you're. Describing it mm. there, and Ike Baron Holtz also in Neighbors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great stuff. Mm-hmm. Great stuff. All right, guys, we're all done here. It was a lot of fun to have Say What back. We will be back on Friday, May 29th, with an episode of Film Session where we review. It's been a long time coming. Say Blockers. Say Blockers. <laughs> Space Jam. Woo! And joining us for that show, reviewing Space Jam, will be a dedicated lover of bad movies. But an all-around good guy, the athletics, Zach Harper. Tune in for that. Thank you for joining us today. And remember, we are in this together. Embrace the day, people. You could stay.